Isn't Milwaukee an Indian name? Yes, Pete, it is. Actually, it's pronounced Miliwake, which is Algonquin for the good land. from home and happy father's day to everybody out there who are fathers and who have fathers and who have who dream to be a father i don't know yeah i guess that's it's today father's day. That's, yeah they'll be wearing their that's uh, different caps this year i think they're not i don't know. not quite Something, the same some powder blue okay. in there yeah exactly um so yeah happy father's day uh this is jay's from home i'm matt and this is uh uh, my brother Steve, we 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 uh, we have the same father because we are brothers. Yeah, that's usually usually how it works. Not always. Yes, exactly. So, uh, yeah, uh, I guess I guess we should uh, talk about our Twitter page because uh, there's a note to talk about the Twitter page here. Yeah, uh, we're on uh, we're at Jays from Home, and uh, we have a have some poll results to go over later. I don't remember what the poll is, so uh, when we get there. Uh, it'll be a good reminder, I guess. I suppose you'll you'll have to see if your answer is consistent with the uh, previous one that you 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 submitted. Yeah, so we'll see. Um, yeah, I, no, go ahead. Well, I was gonna say, well, we're gonna since it's Father's Day, I figured we would lead off with a stat that was pretty uh, uh, almost viral going on er, er, early in the week. Um, mm. There was a stat about uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. and his dad Vlad Senior. Um, coincidentally, they have the same name, and it, that's very interesting. Um, but uh, after it was, this was posted like I don't know Monday, Tuesday, something. So it's, it's probably a little different now. But after eighty-seven uh, games, I think it's Vlad- four hundred and three games. You're reading it backwards. Oh, no, oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Four hundred and three career MLB games. Uh, Vladdy has eighty-seven home runs and an OBP of three sixty-three. And uh, his dad, Vladimir Sr., also had 87 home runs and an OBP of 363 through 403 MLB career games. So that was a nice little bit of, of synergy, as they say. In the, yeah, uh, and I think uh, I saw on the broadcast, there's coming up, they have a, a double Vlad bobblehead day giveaway. Oh, Vlad. that's right. I, I, Tabby was, 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 was kicking himself because I think he's going to miss that, yeah. that broadcast. So that's kind of neat. Well, that's, mm-hmm. uh, that's a cool little stat. Um, not so neat, I guess, would be this week's results. Um, it's, uh, it, it's not great. It's not horrible yet, but, uh, definitely not great. Yeah, they, they had a tough week. You know, like the Orioles, I think, proved that they are not the same Orioles as they were last year. Um, but they, 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 they started out the week maybe fooling people into thinking that they were the same Orioles because the Jays won 11-1 to in a huge game on, on Monday. They, they, uh, Vladdy had two um, really good heads-up throws uh, to third base in the third defensively. Um, and they, they, they had all these runs, but they didn't get their first home run of the game. They, their only home run of the game until the eighth inning. Um, the downside of this game was that uh, reliever Julian Merriweather left the game with side discomfort. So his his, his injuries are starting to, to to kind of pile up. He doesn't uh, get a lot of uh, good innings out there. So that's 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 that was a tough uh, break there. Yeah, um, and uh, and I was just going to say that last year the same sort of thing happened against the Orioles. Like early on when they faced them, there was some uh, some 
they had some trouble beating the Orioles last year, basically. Um, I mean, yeah. it was the later series where they they beat up on them quite a bit, but the early ones kind of ended up the same way. Uh, I can't remember if they if it was, again, a series tie last year in the first one or if the Orioles took away that series, but the, the Blue Jays definitely didn't win the series early on. Yeah, I don't remember, but, like, yeah, I think I wonder if it's more of, a, like, a, um, you know, knowing their tendencies, familiarity, like, as they as they play them more, they know what to expect kind of thing. Um, cause Tuesday, they did lose, though, to the Orioles 6-5. to um, Gabriel Marino, um, he showed off his arm in the second. He threw out um, Jorge uh, Mateo in, uh, trying to st- steal a base, and it was a very strong throw, and Mateo is, is a very fast runner. Um, Chapman had a two-run home run in, in the fourth inning, and Marino had a really good game. He was 3-4 for four with two R's B.I., <laughs> right um and then uh reverse score almost it was still a one run difference um although the Orioles scored the same amount of runs but they lost in the 10th inning against the Jays uh 7-6 um yeah, yeah. Teoscar yeah. got a home run that's good and, that's good to see yeah and oh my, it looks like autocorrect uh, fixed, changed Adley Rushman's name to Adler Rushman. Um, so Adley Rushman got his first career home run in the top of the fourth, and uh, Vladdy home, home run homered in the bottom fifth, and like I said, dro- drove in the winning run in the in the, in the tenth. Um, and um, just a note for Blue Jays pitchers: um, they should not pitch to Ryan Mountcastle. Um, over the series, he was. Uh, eight for eighteen with three home runs and seven RBI, and I forget what the stat was, but like in like thirty career games, he has something like I don't know what the, like twelve at least twelve home runs and in, in, in something like 30, 30 career games against the Jays. So I think this is just uh, not pitched to Ryan Mountcastle. <laughs> uh, yeah, probably a good thing. I think well, he's he's a pretty good player regardless. So maybe it's not just the Blue Jays pitchers I need to watch out for him, but uh well, uh, yeah, I don't know. He's 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 he's, you know, he's still a young player, but yeah, he seems to 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 do well against the Jays. Um I didn't watch Thursday's game. That was a day game, so I didn't really get a chance to get Yeah. So I I didn't watch it until uh I got home um or I was working from home. I can't remember. Anyways, I didn't tune into it until Later, uh, I think it was the third inning, and and I saw they were the Orioles were already up six nothing, and uh, that wasn't a good start. Yeah, the, the Jays lost ten to two on Thursday, so that was that was that's that was a tough. So I guess they in the end they they split the series with the Orioles. Is that is that what happened? Yeah, it was four game series. So yeah, they didn't lose the series, but uh, I, I I think a lot of people were expecting them to win, which should have happened. I mean, well, at least one yeah. loss makes sense, but. Uh, yeah, just don't 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 discount the Orioles. They're they're a team on the rise, you know. Like just 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 you know, they're they're one of those teams that uh, that can sneak up on you. So so they can they they're, they're going to probably uh, prove to be a playoff spoiler down down uh, near the oh, end. Oh yeah, of the no, season, I'm not so we'll discounting see. the Orioles. Uh, I think I've frequently warned against that myself. But I'm just saying that if the Blue Jays want to continue to be in the wild uh, the playoff picture well i guess wild card at this point then they have to yeah. win their series not tie them or lose yeah them, no they well they have, have to they have to win all of their games basically um, <laughs> uh so but yeah they, they they opened up uh the weekend against the yankees with some some huge crowds it looked like uh they lost 12 to 3 on friday's game um they well i Saturday, I, I wrote down here in the notes the Yankees were one four to nothing. Really, it was the umpires who won that game. Um, in the in the fourth inning, they made some pretty bad pitch calls, and then um, they uh, one of the, one of the Yankees, I forget who it was, got hit by a pitch 
when he was clearly swinging at the same time and they and they didn't count it as a swing it was a it was a blatant swing so so they they incorrectly gave the runner the base that didn't that didn't end up mattering as far as scoring goes but it was just that the umpires seemed to to favor the jays in, in especially that inning um it was favor the yankees crowd. you mean or the Yankees, whatever. Uh, it was a sellout crowd. Uh, apparently, uh, uh, Dan Schulman was saying it was the biggest crowd of the year, even bigger than the home opener. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, and they were wearing their red jerseys. Do you want to hear my theory about the red jerseys? Um, I'll, I'll hear that, but I, I just wanted to say before you get there, I, I want to disprove another theory you put out there earlier in the year where the Jays need to give up 10 runs because they had a oh, good record when giving up 10 right. runs, but uh, this they, week they, they, has disproven the that. Could... The winning streak uh, ended because, uh, yeah, they gave up 10 runs against the, the Orioles. That's correct. Good point. Um, so, so yeah, um, they've, they've worn the red jerseys twice this year, just seemingly out of out of randomness. But I know, I, I think I know why, because they're doing a George Springer giveaway on July the 1st. So they want to make it seem like they like actually wear these red jerseys. <laughs> oh, so so what other, you're th- th- saying th- is th- it's a marketing uh, gimmick. Yes, exactly. That's, that's surprising that they would... Uh, have a marketing gimmick. Anyway. <laughs> uh, well, you know what? I'll go straight into my strikeout because it's related to this week's results. And my strikeout was that uh, they this week they were outscored 34 to 17 Monday to Friday. So I guess that's now 38 to 17 Monday to Friday. That's, that's to uh, uh, yeah. yeah, Monday to Saturday. So that's not what you want to see uh, in, a, in one week. I mean, they had, uh, what is it now, two games where they gave up 10 runs or more. Uh, so, I mean, they did have some some of their own games where they they scored a lot of runs, but uh, they did not have a good outing uh, offensively or defensively. Yeah, in, in all their losses, the, the bats were relatively cold as well. Like, Well, no, no, sorry. In, in their losses against the, the Yankees. Against the Orioles, they did score some runs, just not enough runs to, to win the game. Uh, but yeah, like against the Yankees, like the, 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 the Yankees pitching, I guess, just, is just that good right now that they're just, it's just really hard to hit against the Yankees. Yeah. Uh, and in the broadcast yesterday, they were even mentioning a lot of the bullpen for the Yankees is injured for their usual, uh, heavy or, uh, good pitchers. So like they're still pitching well, even though they have a lot of injuries in the bullpen of their regulars. <laughs> Yeah, so so they've been lucky, and um, one I forget where I heard it. Maybe it was on the broadcast or wherever. But um, someone was saying somewhere that I heard, and I'm I'm just paraphrasing it, so I could get the details slightly wrong on this. But um, there were like in the past like 25 years, there are three teams that that have the same kind of start as far as like wins and losses uh, through like 60 games or whatever number they're at. Um, these Yankees, uh, the 1998 Yankees. And the 2001 Seattle Mariners. So I, I'm sure you don't know what the win and loss record for the for those previous two teams from from 98 and 2001. But um, I think the Yankees won like something like 114 games in, 2000, in 98, and they won the World Series. Mariners they didn't win the World Series, but they broke like the, the record for for wins in a season, you know, like 162 game season. Like it was, I forget, like one. Maybe maybe they were 114, and the Yankees were 110. But it was like a, a crazy amount of wins. Um, so um, maybe I'll lead that into my my no decision for the week because <laughs> with with the, with that with that start, um, it basically means that that I think the like we're we're less than a third of the way into the season and then and the, it's official the AL East is out of reach. The yeah, are, I, are, are, 
I'd say so. They're they're a wild card team for sure. Yeah. Um, and you mentioned no decision. Um, I, I guess we'll just briefly. Uh, that used to be the sacrifice, which used to be the walk. Uh, I just I proposed that over the last week as our neutral uh, thing because uh, the no decision usually applies to a pitcher who doesn't win but also doesn't lose. So I, yeah. it's a less negative connotation to a neutral outcome. But uh, I'll, I'll go to mine in a minute. But what's your what's your strikeout? Because uh, oh, there's some bad news is, this week. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, we kind of – we didn't really mention this at all because it was earlier in the week. But um, uh, Hyunjin Ryu is out for the season with elbow surgery. At the time when he was going under, like, the knife or whatever, um, they didn't know what kind of surgery it was going to be, whether it would just be a partial UCL repair or the full Tommy John. They wouldn't know until they're actually, like, in there. Uh, and it turns out that it was uh, Tommy John surgery, so he was at, he is out at least twelve to eighteen months. So this could be like his his last start. Like was, was it four innings against? I forget who it was, but um, we 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 might have seen the last of Ryu in, in a Jays uniform, uh, which is which is mm-hmm. kind of sad because um, um, he was uh, the, the the first big um, kind of free agent signing of uh, this uh, kind of new regime to kind of to kind of uh, uh show that the, the the rebuild is over and and they're and they're, and they're just they're, they're they're trying to win uh that, that was the pandemic right, right. That, that he signed so so yeah we've probably seen the last of, of ryu but um you know even even in his injured uh when, we, when he was when, when his arm elbow was bothering him he was still pitching okay um but uh, well it makes me yeah. wonder if maybe uh he was trying to pitch through some a lot of injuries and maybe that's what made everything worse uh, i don't know requiring this kind of surgery but you never know i guess i'm not a I'm, i don't know who does i'm sure the medical staff surgeon? i don't know i'm sure the medical staff of the blue jays probably would would have been a little more careful if that was the case I would I would say so. So yeah, that's my striker. Ryu done for the season. Maybe maybe as as a Blue Jay, we'll we'll, we'll have to wait and see on that one. All right. Well, um, my no decision is might sound more like a strikeout, but uh, you'll have to hear my reasoning on this. Is that um, on Friday night, the opening night of the series versus the Yankees? That was my they that they lost by a large margin. That was my no decision. Um, I mean, obviously. The the loss twelve to three is is a very big negative, but on the other hand, I think it kind of shows the Blue Jays what kind of I mean I'm sure they already knew their weaknesses in in their lineup both on on the batting order and on the pitching staff, but it kind of I think helps to this whole week actually kind of helps to underscore where they're they're missing some pieces. And I don't know, maybe against the Yankees specifically, who are kind of running away with the division, what kind of team that they've put together. I mean, they might be having some really a really good year, and they're having some luck in that their usual injured players are not getting injured. But um, I think it's it's a good reminder of where what the Blue Jays need, and you know, so, looking so what ahead do, to the what trade do deadline, they, they could. What do they uh, need? What do they need? Well. Especially with Ryu going down, they need starting pitching. Um, yes, yes. And uh, I, I wasn't originally thinking they needed another bat, but I, given how the season's going so far, I kind of feel like they need uh, an extra spark somewhere. Uh, I'm not sure how how they would fit that in, but um, it's because I mean they can't put it in at catcher. Um, you know, Espinal is is not a player they would take out. They, they they don't need to put it in a catcher. They have the the, the they have the biggest 
I think the highest war uh, in in uh, catching position in in that in the AL or maybe even the whole MLB. Like they they are getting the most production out of their catchers yeah. in, in the entire league. Well, I think I guess all that to say is is uh, it sounds like they need to upgrade their pitching somewhere. Even though they've had some like you know the top half, um, well the top two. Manoa and Gosman are are have been really really good, and Barrios is getting better. I think you know, especially with what's going. Well, on. Well, Gosman had a tough tough outing. Yeah. Um, was it against the Yankees or the, or the Orioles. Orioles? I forget now. Yeah, against the Orioles. Orioles. Yeah. So he he had a tough outing. But what well. what I'm saying though is that uh, you know they they need to get some starting pitching. But I think other than trade deadline stuff, it also kind of. They need to to be more patient. I mean, there were a few weeks there where they were, you know, really patient and uh, and taking advantage of the pitchers that they were facing. But uh, I think right now that it it you mean like the seems, hitters need to be more patient. Yeah, yeah. It kind of seems like they are uh, trying to press things, and they're just you know hitting into uh, you know like hitting straight to people or hitting weak grounders, and they're getting back to their early May habits. Uh, I, so. Well, I, my home run is actually going to disagree with that probably quite a bit because uh, my home run is the bottom bottom half of the batting order because what we've seen in the past like two weeks especially is that like all like the the like you know your your Matt Chapman and Guriel and and now even Kevin Biggio their their bats are starting starting to come alive again and they're starting to to hit especially Biggio. Like I was going to maybe even give this my home run to Biggio specifically, but I thought like you know I would give that whole because like that was the the. The, the the most frustrating part of the of the year so far was 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 seeing just how all the players who, like Guriel who we thought should be hitting weren't and they're starting to 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 do pretty well and which is why why those bats have resurged I I, I think that uh, just the Yankees they're they're too good of a team right now like especially from their starting pitching so that's that's why um, I think you saw a lot of kind of just not great results over the past weekend but I think that you'll see. Um, you know they'll, they'll they'll get they'll get back into their winning ways and and it's because they've been they they their big win streak that they had their you know like their their success over the past you know even month um is is because the the bottom half the, of the batting order is actually hitting some baseballs and doing and, and doing damage and, and and batting in runners well we'll see i mean it feels like these these big scoring losses um i don't know i feel like earlier in the year they were um not well, not too earlier, but in their last win streak, they were probably coming up with more than you know three or or t- one run or whatever, and they were at least making well, it you're, somewhat you're, close. You're, but you're you're forgetting that the, the the like like I said, they they scored a lot of runs against the Orioles this weekend in, in in their two losses, but the Yankees have good have really good pitching, so that's that's why they're not scoring. But um, I think that like in the in the more lopsided victories, uh, like they they're just running into some bad luck. I think is is, is what's well, been I, happening. I don't for, I don't even mean like that they're not scoring. Like it's that they are lopsided victories. Like they've they've had games where they've you know, maybe they've scored at least five runs. They could have given up like ten or more, but they they still scored like five to six. Like I don't mind them losing like that, but uh, to to lose like and only score one to three runs is not uh, not as as ideal. But um, I will state my home run, and I only track the stats for this up to Friday's game because uh, I that's as far as my notes went. But uh, Vlad's week. He went uh, 11 for so – this is up to Friday's game, so I don't think I'm including the uh, Friday against the Yankees. Uh, 11 for 22 with three home runs and seven RBI. Um, 
he's he's had a really good week and a, a subheading to that. So I guess uh, a home run for Vlad and Chapman. Uh, he had two home runs in two games, but I think the latest I've heard is that he's kind of dealing with some wrist issues. Like he's not, it's not enough to put him on the injured list, but it's kept him out of at least one or two games this week. And maybe earlier might be in the affecting week. his hitting a little bit. He was, he was back against the Yankees and he got some hits. So I'm not sure. Yeah. I like, I, I haven't been too uh, this, this past week um, into the play by play. So I don't know all the news about maybe what might be bothering him injury wise, but, I, but I think he was in, at least two, like he he was in he was in the lineup, I think. So so uh, so we'll see. But yeah, he's part of that bottom bottom uh, part of the lineup that is heating up, though. So that's that's good. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, let's go to the weekly poll then uh, before we get to some more Blue Jays news. Yeah. So so I was talking about how like the signing of Hyunjin Ryu kind of marked the the end of the rebuild and the be- beginning of the of the Jays. Uh, wanting to be a competitive team. So my question was, who was the most important free agent acquisition for the Jays in recent history? Like, I'm not t- saying, like, you know, the World Series teams or whatever. So the choices were Russell Martin, who they signed in 2014, Ryu, who they signed in 2020, and George Springer, who they signed in 2021. Um, and so, other. <laughs> and other. Well, like, I, like, someone else thought, like, I don't know, that, like, Tanner Roark was... I was, I was, I was um, Tempted to put Tanner Roark on that list, but I didn't do it. Um, but, uh, you know, like Tanner Roark or, or maybe um, Stephen Matz, who was our <laughs> – but no. Um, so so I, I chose George Springer uh, because uh, – just because of how important he is every day to this lineup. Um, Russell Martin is a, another one of those symbolic signings where, like, you know, like he won wherever he went. So, like, it kind of just meant that, like – that was that was like kind of like just an important like leadership role, but I, I think that Springer is just the most important of the mo- recent, uh, the m- most important signing in in recent history, just because how important he was last year and especially this year. He's been the most consistent hitter in the lineup this year. Uh, okay, well I remember now how I responded. I was one of the eleven uh, percent who answered uh, with Hunjin Ryu, and mm-hmm. it was mostly going along with what most people have been saying. It's like he's kind of uh the signing that helped i think yeah like you said kind of marked the beginning of this uh this window of competition for the blue jays but also i think it's kind of helped the blue jays attract other talents um and i mean i'm sure springer is has been a help for that and like you said his production is has been pretty good but i think it's yeah it's also a sign for the other free agents that might sign with the blue jays that uh, they're willing to spend the money and, uh, and get players to come in and sign. And I think I heard somewhere say, like, I think Ryu is represented by Scott Boris. So, like, it kind of, like, also served as kind of like a patching of the relationship between the Blue Jays and Scott Boris. Because there used to be a time, I think it was maybe before, like, maybe, like, back in, like, Anthopolis years, where, like, Boris clients wouldn't sign with the Jays. So, so that, that, that was a big... Well, uh, to close close that off, uh, I don't think you mentioned this, but uh, George Springer won this poll with a seventy eight percent. Oh yeah. So, yeah. Uh, that, and speaking of which, I'll go to this next note that I discovered is that apparently um, Verlander was close to signing with the oh, Blue yeah. Jays. Uh, there was an article by is uh, it Jeff Passan, um, Passan, yeah, Passan, whatever, on ESPN dot com. And uh, he was. It was an interview with Verlander, and Verlander himself basically said, um, "I can't remember the the teams involved, but uh, the Blue Jays were one the of the Yankees. 
Yeah, the Blue Jays were one of the front runners, and basically the, it was for the same amount of money that he signed for in Houston. Uh, but Springer was one of the players that he was talking with and and talking about the city. Uh, so interesting, though, to to note that the Blue Jays could have signed Verlander, but I think that would mean they wouldn't have signed Gossman because uh, some fans I saw were like, oh, we signed. Uh, we signed Kikuchi instead of Verlander, but that's not how it would have worked out. I think no, they would have still so. signed yeah. Kikuchi. They just yeah. wouldn't have and signed it, Gossman. And he was saying it got to the point where he actually, like, you know, like had like let Toronto know that he was going to go Houston's way. Like, he, like they were, they were, they were pretty close. It sounded yeah. like, yeah. yeah. So that, that would have been and, interesting. I don't know well, if. Well, here's the question, though. Like, would you take Verlander over over Gossman? Um. Well, without. Without considering the results we've had this year so far, I probably would say yes. I mean, we don't know what would have happened with Verlander on the team, but on paper, uh, I think you'd probably want to take Verlander instead of Gosman. I don't know. That's a good question because I'm thinking about it. Because I I didn't really, really think of it in those terms, so I'm just kind of going through it in my mind. I think I still would have gone Gosman for a couple reasons. Um, Reason number one is the uncertainty over Verlander um, because he had just come off of Tommy John surgery, so you don't know actually what you know his ar- situation his arm is in. Um, and and Gossman's a younger player, and so like I and I wouldn't be comfortable signing Verlander any more than two years, but I think they have a, have at least three or four for Gossman. Um, so so I think that from health, sorry, my earphones just fell off. From health and and um, age standpoint, I would go. I think that I would go Gossman. Like even seeing that, like, and I'm, I'm I'm looking at this knowing how well uh, Verlander has been been pitching. Like, you know, we're only a third of the way through his the first year of the of the, his contract. So I I think I would still go with with Gossman, even even though also Gossman has kind of. He's seeing some 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 adversity. Some uh, players are the, the teams are, are picking up on on his his split splitter. So he's he's kind of not as dominant as he started out the year. But uh, I think I'd still go Gossman. Okay. Um, well, speaking of Gossman, what's your note here on him? Uh, well, he does. He, he's, he's not strong in geography. Apparently, um, he he uh, they played uh, the the Tigers uh, last week, and uh, he he tweeted this. He says, I'm "Not gonna lie, I had no clue how close Detroit was to Canada. I was shocked we had so many Blues Blue Jays fans there." Um, so yeah, he didn't realize that Detroit is is where it is. Apparently. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure he knew where it is in in context of the United States but uh yeah maybe it's more that he didn't know where where most of Canada is yeah well there's lots of Canada apparently <laughs> I've heard I I don't I don't put too much stock into that as long as he knows how to find the strike zone I think that's the most important thing um, yes um yeah don't go don't go too far north don't go too far south <laughs> is, is the key here um and uh something else I found uh apparently the the Blue Jays have a secret base running scorecard uh for yeah. the players and it's uh it's it's not exactly like a um it, it's not an exact science like it seems like they are they are giving gold stars to players who run well and they might even get a a star if if they're like picked off uh, or caught stealing if if it was a a good choice to run or but they also they also get like i don't know like i don't know what it is like sad faces or whatever i think actually i think it's a check mark and an x but okay uh, um yeah so if they you know make a poor decision on the base pass they get an x and I think they were saying, uh, 
you know, they might or if talk, they don't run hard. Yeah, they might talk to the coach afterwards and change the X to a check mark if uh, they explain the reasoning. But uh, it's I don't know if that's something that uh, is good or bad. But I, I guess not everyone on the team is is uh, a fan of it. Teoscar specifically. Yeah. Um, I think though, in the interview, like it's the headline is that not everyone's a fan, but in the interview with him, it just sounds like he doesn't really care about it all that much. Not okay. so much that he doesn't like it. Yeah, he's he's not he's not a hater, but he's not he's not a uh, he doesn't he's not crazy over it. But that, that's interesting. Do you think do you think that it is is motivational for for players to to kind of have gold stars basically <laughs> for, for for the running game? Well, I don't know. Maybe it's it's uh, motivational in terms of. Uh, they can see where they are not performing well and and do better. Um, I, I don't know if this is along the lines of uh, of like you know shaming the player for not playing well. I don't know. Well, but... I think you have to walk that fine line. Though. That's 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 a little bit of a tricky uh, situation. But yeah, they, as long as they're not shaming the players, and then maybe yeah. that's why they're keeping it secret. Well, and that's where I, I think the good part about it is that they're saying like when they when they talk to. Uh, was it uh, Budzinski is the one in charge of the scorecard and they they talk to him after the game and they they talk about it they might change their rating from an x to a check mark so i think that that's the important part is that it's not like at the end of the game it's it's a negative mark forever but no they can actually change it if uh, if they talk with the coach and 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 talk things through so i guess what i'm saying is that they are the the coach and the players are talking about it and not just you know, it's not just a uh, check or, you know, right or wrong. It's uh, let's, you know, talk about what happened and figure things out going from there. So, yeah. And, that's and, and uh, we should also give credit because I think if, if it was a secret, then was it, was it Mike Wilner who discovered the secret or was it something yeah, I think that, that was like Twitter? That's thing who wrote that, the article anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so credit to, to Mike Wilner from the star for, for bringing that out. Cause that's, that's just interesting. You don't see a lot of, um, as far as like proprietary information for teams, you don't see a lot of like secrets being un- unveiled like that as far as uh, uh, just how they evaluate their, their themselves internally or even I, employees. I feel like secret might be stretching it a little bit uh, for, for a sensational headline. Well, <laughs> that yeah. might be the case. Right. Um, okay. Well, let's uh, there's, there's uh, that's it for the blue Jays notes that we have. Uh, but this next note is actually somewhat blue Jays related. Um, we have the the Milwaukee Brewers, who were our former B team last year. They unveiled How is their it related city... to the Jays, though. Well, because it's part of the look ahead. Uh, They're oh, playing. The... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you actually read the the article that you linked? They um, unveiled their their city connect jerseys, and they're going to be uh, debuting them. I don't know if it's against the Blue Jays, but they will be wearing them against the Blue Jays. Okay, well, I didn't I didn't get that far. No, this is this. This whether before I've even looked at this jersey, it is it is um, a successful jersey because it is the only, as far as I know, um, jersey uh, in in professional sports which is inspired by um, a uh, Wayne's World slash Alice Cooper uh, quote. <laughs> um, I I don't know that it was directly inspired by that. It was it was because um in that there's that classic scene in Wayne's World where like they they go backstage and meet Alice Cooper and they're in Milwaukee and and he was saying how like Milwaukee is Algonquin for the good land and that is what the inspiration is for this for this uh, uh I I think the article was was mostly linking to a a quote from uh a p- piece of popular culture uh and that it wasn't 
directly inspired by Wayne's World. But anyway, it um, was directly inspired by Wayne's World. Uh, I'm, I, I'm, I'm going with this, it, uh, it is, but uh, it's but the uh, the uniform though it's it's basically their their colors their team colors. It's another powder blue jersey. It's, yeah, it's, it's an homage to their '80s, '70s, and '80s powder blues. Yeah, yeah, and lots of yellow, bright. I mean, they already use the bright yellow in their in their uh, in their jerseys now and their logos. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not a huge fan of the hat. Uh, I, I get where it comes from. It's basically their uh, airport airport code and the area code, but I I just it's not a not a huge fan of the hat. Oh, four one four. I see that. Yeah. I didn't really take a good um, look. Yeah, they got uh, their team nickname. Basically, the Brew Crew is what they have on the on the jersey. They've got. Actually, I like the baseball barbecue shoulder yeah, patch. There. That that was kind of cool, and they still have the uh, the great. Uh, logo on the on the other shoulder so that's yeah i like that that's still incorporated um and and their sleeve piping has striping has has um like a the, the a head, like it's got yellow and then white for like a, being like a, the the head of beer which is which is pretty cool yeah, yeah. and one thing though that uh, they specifically pointed out was uh that it uh it is also based on the people's flag of milwaukee and i clicked through or i uh, searched for uh, the flag and it's actually there's actually a website for it uh, milwaukeeflag.com uh, what they say about the flag is uh, the sun rising over lake michigan symbolizes a new day the light blue bars in its reflection represent the city's three rivers milwaukee menemone Menin- uh kinnick i i'm pronouncing those wrong i'm sure i didn't really take the time to pre-read this and three founding towns juno town kilborn town and walker's point gold represents our brewing history and white represents peace um and if you look at the flag the colors of the uniform are like directly directly matching the flag uh it's got the the powder blue the yellow uh and the navy blue in there so uh it's it does a good job i think i i think it's better than uh i i Liked it better than that uh, Houston jersey that came out earlier this year. Okay, and 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 interestingly, and I'm, I'm sure I've asked you this even on the podcast before, but do you know why? It's it's funny that the flag is blue and yellow, but do you know why the 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 their color scheme is is blue and yellow for the for the for the Brewers? Um, not really hundred percent sure it's on because that because no. they. They moved when they moved from Seattle. They played one season in Seattle in like 1969, then moved to Milwaukee, and and so they, they didn't have enough time or money to uh, change the team's color scheme. Uh, Bud Selig was the owner at the time, and he wanted to go with a blue and red color scheme, but they they sticked with they just basically like got rid of the pilots on the jerseys and put Brewers on the on the on the, on the gotcha. jerseys, like and just stuck with the blue and yellow. I see. Well, um... which is good. Which is good because like blue and red. Like well, it's still blue, but but like red is 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 definitely an overused color in Major League Baseball these days. Yeah, for sure. Well, uh, I I think that's a good jersey. We'll get a good look at, at it next week when the Blue Jays play the Brewers. And apparently, in Milwaukee. Uh, before uh, yeah, they'll be in Milwaukee. They're planning on wearing these jerseys uh, Friday nights, I think, according to the article. Okay. Okay. No, that's 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 great. I I I, I like the variety. I think the only one that really really fell on its face terribly. Was the uh, first one, the Boston one, when they have the yeah. the, the marathon uh, colors there? But uh, yeah, so 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 let's go right into the look ahead. Like we said, they're they're playing the Brewers on the weekend, and they're op- they're going to be playing um, in Chicago against the White Sox uh, early earlier in the week. Yeah, um, so I know it's they're playing three against the Brewers. Is it uh, three or four against the White Sox this week? It's three. I think they have Thursday off. So and and. Uh, 
the both teams like it's going to be interesting to see how what what sort of a team they're they're going to be playing against because because Chicago have had a lot of bad luck this year. Um, you probably didn't hear about this, but there was this, the infamous um, two strike intentional walk against the Dodgers that Tony Larusa did last week. Um, he was, uh, they were, oh, yeah, I think I one? heard something about that. Yeah. yeah, Trey Turner was was batting against the White Sox. Ago. I don't know when it was, but. He was batting against the White Sox. He was he had a, a one and two count, and then uh, there was an open base. Uh, so Larusa walked him, and then Max Muncy ended up hitting like a three run home run uh, directly after. So, but and, and and so 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 because of their 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 tough start, and because of like decisions like that, uh, Chicago White Sox fans at the very least are calling for Tony Larusa to be fired. Um, well, he was he was hired directly by the owner, so I don't know if that's ever that's going to happen. But it, it's, he doesn't deserve to have a job if he's doing making moves like that. But so but I, I have a I have a friend uh, who he lives in Montreal, but he's originally from the states, and he's a White uh, Sox fan, and he's definitely on board with uh, Tony Larusa should be fired and should yeah. have been fired several times already. Shouldn't have been hired in the first place. Yeah, that too. Yeah, so so it'll be interesting what sort of um, team, like whether it be like a motivated team or or just a, a flat team, like they made, like it turned out they faced in the Angels um, a few weeks ago, um, and, and the Brewers have been have been uh, uh, slumping a bit too. It's they've they they had the the, the lead in the Central Division, but uh, I think they've had a quite a bit of a losing streak, and uh, St. Louis is now ahead of them. Oh, are they? Okay. Well, you know, we haven't checked in with the Brewers this year at all because because they're not our B team. So, But we will check in with our our B team for this year, the Minnesota Twins. I just put this together really quickly this morning. Uh, Not a lot of stuff to come out of there. I mean, it's it's kind of the same old, same old. They're still first place in the AL Central. They have a record of 38 and 29, um, which I think is actually pretty close to the Blue Jays record. So they'd be like pretty pretty far down in the al east um, yeah, yeah. but they are two they this week they played in seattle they uh, won their series two to one versus seattle uh, and currently they are in arizona their series is tied one to one but they they're coming off an 11 to one win against arizona yesterday so hopefully they can win today and and win that series uh, the only bit of news uh, that I saw was uh, an injury note Jorge Polanco was placed on the 10-day injured list retroactive to June 13th and apparently this is the first time in his career that he's been placed on the injured list I thought that was kind of interesting is he uh, was he was he a catcher what was he was he do uh, I don't know. I didn't actually look up research. no no he's been in the league for a while uh, they did call up uh, I can't. I didn't write down the player, but they called up uh, a rookie uh, to uh, to cover the the ten day injured list. I think he's Polanco, been up in the okay. shortstop. So he he's obviously not their starting shortstop with Korea <laughs> in the yeah in the lineup. But, uh, yeah, but yeah, that's his first time uh, on the injured list, so that's kind of neat. Um, okay, well, uh, the Ottawa Titans. Uh, we also check in with the Ottawa Titans. Uh, they they are playing very well uh i when i was talking to glenn last week they had just won their ninth game in a row on uh on the previous saturday um but they were rained out on sunday against the empire state grays and you were planning on were you planning on going to that game no i went to the saturday game okay um their win streak was snapped at nine on the following tuesday i can't remember who they were playing but uh oh and i think 
you might have put this note in here. Jacob Sanford was named Player of the Week. Yep. Um, yep. Not surprising at all because he, well, in the game that I went to on Saturday, I think he was at least four, three for four. He had two home runs and a triple. Um, so uh, he had a very good game. He was the player of the game on that Saturday. Um, mm-hmm. They, The Titans have finally overtaken Quebec for first in the Frontier League East Division. They're 22-7. and seven. Uh, So they have put together a, quite a good season. They won the series last night versus New Jersey with a 5-3 win. Um, so they're currently on a four-game win streak, but they're looking today, Sunday, for the series sweep. They're playing in New Jersey at the Yogi Berra Stadium, but they'll be back home on Tuesday in Ottawa for a six game homestand. So uh, they are, they're putting together a really good series for their inaugural season for, for the fans. So I hope that a lot more people come out to the games and they can see some good winning baseball. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's good that they're so successful uh, and consistently successful. It's not just like a, a hot start to the season. It seems like this is the, the team that they are. Yeah, and I think that's it's especially really good because it would be pretty disappointing if they were, you know, putting together a typical uh, expansion team season and they were losing. That would be pretty hard to attract more fans or new fans. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's that's good. Um, so yeah, I, I you mentioned that Glenn was on the podcast last week, so I, I could give you tons and tons of notes on 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 baseball music alone, but but uh, I think that uh, this is. You know, we go way over time. Yeah, uh, talking about um, that kind of stuff. <laughs> I, I think I think we went over a lot of a lot of music stuff last week. I think uh, I think we can move on from the music side. But I should I should I'll, I'll just note this. Like I think pretty much every team in baseball does have some sort of like signature song. Uh, I feel like the Yankees would be a team that doesn't have a song. They're the one. Well, you know what. They, they, I think they've adopted um, New York, New York, like the Frank Sinatra's oh, okay. New York, New York as their as their song. Like whenever they have a win, they'll be like, "Start spreading the news." That's that's not an original song. That doesn't count. It's not an original song. No, but like you know, you got like I mentioned this in the thread. The Cubs have "Go Cubs Go," and 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 yeah, like the the OK Blue Jays for the Jays. That was I think that was like the in the eighties that they came up with that one. And it's funny, people kind of like say, like, it's not that great of a song because they just list baseball things in that song. They're not really like <laughs> saying like, oh, this is, you know, like, it's not a, a pump you up kind of song. They're just like listing like, you know, you got a strikeout, you got a, you got this, you got that, you got this. Well, that's just a list. It's basically list. take me out to the ball game, but Blue Jays version. Well, you um, know what? Take me out to the ball game. I'll, I'll go off a bit of tangent on that. That is actually a very, um, you know, it it's, was written over 100 years ago, but it's all about um, uh, like people forget the verses of 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 take me out to the ball game it's it's um uh maybe we'll have to, to to go into a little bit more detail later on but i think it's more about like just like it's almost like a uh like an empowerment for for women kind of song which is a very um rare uh given like the time that it was written um let me just take a quick look uh see if i can find uh the lyrics here the full lyrics um, let's see here. Take me I, I don't ball. think it's a very long, uh, long song. I'm not sure what lyrics you're thinking of. It's well, very no, baseball you know, centric. You know, you're just thinking about the chorus. You're not thinking about the, the, the verses. Um, let's see here. Uh, do, 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 do. Lyrics. See, like, you know, like there's like Katie Casey was baseball mad, had the fever and had it bad just to root for the hometown crew. Every Sue, Katie Blue. 
so she she spent all her money on, on on baseball on Saturday. Her young beau called to see if she'd like to go to see a show. Miss Kate said no. I'll tell you what you can do. So that's the first verse. Like there's a, there's a, there's there's a couple verses. Um, Katie saw all the games, knew the players by their first name, told the umpire he was wrong all along, good and strong. When the score was just two to two, Katie Casey knew what to do just to cheer up the boys. She knew she made the gang sing this song. So um, I guess there's just more to the lyrics. It's about it's about you know w- women co- going to baseball games. So but but yeah, like people just just forget about just just remember the the choruses. So there's there's more than just the chorus. And I'm sure you you once you hear the verses, you know. But it's total. It's, it's a different uh, uh, kind of a, a different melody than the, the the chorus for sure. All right. Well. Um, so you, you didn't know you didn't know about the verses to take me out to the ball game? No, well, I, I remember the the verses you were reading, but I don't remember it being part of uh, take me out to the ball game. Anyway, uh, let's, well, they don't, uh, they don't, well, they don't have time for that at the baseball games because nobody knows those those lyrics. Let's, but, uh, let's move move on here. So uh, uh, we'll go to our personal stuff because um, I, I think, like you said, the talking about music and baseball will take a lot longer than. I think that we have. Um, so I'll start with my strikeout. And my strikeout is the Northern Tornado Project. Um, earlier this week, I think it was Thursday in Ottawa, there was there was definitely a storm. It, it, and it definitely uh, was a lot less severe than what was, uh, I think, predicted. Um, and that's that's fine. That usually happens with storms. I think it uh, was worse for Montreal as, as the day went on. But... Um, there was also the previous, or yeah, I think the previous day they put out a, a tornado watch as well uh, as part of it. Um, they and they said that uh, in collaboration with Environment Canada, they were putting out a tornado watch. But if you actually read the Environment Canada forecast, there wasn't at the time any mention of uh, of a tornado watch. But I think what ended up happening is that they created a lot of panic for the city of Ottawa based on what happened a few weeks ago. And, and previous tornadoes, I, I think what what uh, they basically made people forget that whenever there is a thunderstorm in the forecast, that those are the same conditions that could create a tornado. So I, I think it's just they've recently added tornado watch more emphasis on it because of recent weather events. Um, but it is technically possible all, at all points for a tornado to form with uh, the uh, thunderstorm. Uh, conditions. So I, I just wanted to say a strikeout for Northern Tornado Project for causing some extra stress for Ottawa residents when I think they could have provided some more context to the tornado watch. Well, I, I would say it's better safe than sorry for sure. Um, you know, like I think the past, like we had there, there was that tornado like four years ago, and then the storm four weeks ago or whatever it was. So people kind of like. You know, like have, haven't really been taking that too seriously. So just just being a little on guard, I think, is is not gonna gonna hurt anybody. Oh yeah, um, no, my my strikeout is specifically that I think they should have provided more context, and it should be more of a tornado could be possible. So be ready to take appropriate precautions should the conditions change quickly, but that it's not a guarantee. Is that is that weather speak for buy a generator? <laughs> no, uh, but uh, I don't think you can buy one right now. I think they're kind of no, oh, out no. of out of stock. I think what we're seeing though in the past, in, including the tornado four years ago, is that is that climate change is real. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, for sure. You know, like this wasn't a, a like 
the climate in Ottawa has has changed quite a bit since we were we've been living in Ottawa all of our lives for over well me for over 40 years uh you you're getting up there but um but so yeah like the the, the climate has changed quite a bit over the past generation well, yesterday <laughs> and today it's uh I think I can't remember the last time we had uh a June as cold as uh, we've had it the last couple of days Anyway. Actually, it was remind it was reminding me a bit. Uh, Krista and I went to, did a brief stop over in Chicago to see a White Sox game. In fact, and it, the weather was very similar uh, to that June Chicago day. Uh, it felt very much like a Chicago day in Ottawa the other day. So I that see. was interesting. Um, What's your strikeout? My strikeout um, it, it was originally going to be that Krista took Leo to uh, Sugar Mountain um, at the at the that the mall yesterday but you know that's just he has lots of sugar and he goes crazy so that's 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 just becoming a normal thing i i wouldn't i, I could just leave that as my permanent strikeout and that'd be, be a thing no my, my strikeout is um kids crafts that require craftsmanship um uh, the kids like to watch these you know shows on on youtube or whatever and they show crafts or whatever but like it seems that like there's this one uh they were watching i don't you probably don't know anything about this ryan's world which he's a very popular no. kids youtube host i guess and not he, as popular as wayne uh i don't know with the kids these days he's got a lot of he's got a lot of, of views as they say uh but they they have they're making a paper rock scissor machine and they're having like all these like exact precise cuts to, and and you need all these specific things uh, I couldn't do that. I don't know, how, like, and, and like kids definitely couldn't do that. So you're, they're basically like requiring parents to do all the work for the kids to have this, you know, cardboard paper rock scissors machine that will break and like after using it three times. But like, there's 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 just so much. It seems like craftsmanship required to to, to make all these crafts for kids. Like it's just. It's, I, it's, I think it's you're forgetting too much uh, work. We used to watch Art Attack, and oh, yeah. there was. Those were some. He made it everything seem so simple, but the, there was some complicated uh, uh, art work going on in there that uh, he was showing people. Well, maybe that's that explains the title of that show. He was like attacking us <laughs> with art skills because he's so he's 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 an art green beret um, from with with a with a with a magic marker, I suppose. <laughs> at least maybe, shows maybe like really at least shows like uh, Mister Dressup would he would you know draw, but. You know, kids can replicate drawing a little more easily than uh, than complicated crafts. So there's that. Um, no decision for me this week. I only bike to work once this week. I've been trying to do it bike to uh, bike to work once a week, uh, aiming for more at least twice if I can. But uh, I was only able to bike once this week. Uh, so positive that I that I was able to bike, but just with other things going on, I had to be able to to drive the, uh, to get home or to get to other places, I was, uh, missing, uh, at least another day on the bike, which I wish I could have gotten on twice because the weather was mostly cooperative. Yeah, that's, you know, it's, it's, it's tough to find time. Like I, I was, you know, a few weeks ago I was saying how, like I was, I'm, I want to start running more and, and, and sign up for that, that half marathon. And this week I had both kids at home for basically the whole week. So I, and when, when I have both kids, I can't, I can't run in the stroller because Leo and Bo are about eight, adding on an extra 80 pounds worth of resistance to me when I run. So I just, I just can't do it with both of them anymore. I can only do it with, with, with one at a time. Well, and um, for me, it's not even about finding extra time because uh, biking only adds like an extra 10 minutes to my 
uh, commute oh, yeah. to work. Well, no, it's not. It's not extra time for me either. It's during their nap time yeah. that they that I run. So, but anyways, my 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 no decision. Uh, we were camping last weekend, and and Bo, uh, he he's not too heavy, but he stepped on my glasses, so they they were askew slightly. So, um, I was I was at the grocery store, and they, I, I I passed by one of those um, uh, grocery store. Uh, optometrist places and they're like hey uh, can you fix my glasses and they're like yeah sure so they just went and did it for free no 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 charge or anything so it got me wondering what else will eye doctors fix uh <laughs> for free if you bring it to ask like will they like hem your pants will they will they, they like do a simple oil change for your car what what, what else will they change for well I, I think you'd probably the the better question is me you know what else will they change for free but what else uh, or repair but what else would uh, would they repair well for free? Uh, but I will echo your uh, your your comment about eye doctors fixing glasses. Uh, Vanessa had to get hers adjusted when we were in Sydney, Nova Scotia, and we found a place, and they were quite happy to to make the adjustments that she needed for free. So and like when when you're leaving from the eye doctor after they do it, like you just feel like there's like some sort of like like like. Uh, uh, catch that you're not realizing like they've uh, they've like maybe like put some sort of like recording device into your glasses or, or they're, I don't know like, they, they're, they're, gonna, got, they're gonna like try to make, like get you into like Scientology or something like I don't we know we even what. got free uh, uh, lens uh, cleaners uh, not the spray but the but the wipes the cloth oh so you know what that that was a, that was um that was a passive aggressive uh, comment <laughs> by the uh, by the optometrist saying do it yourself that's basically what that means you can you can you can clean your own glasses you can next time is what that that that, that oh. that's what that was okay. Sure. Um, home run for me. Uh, this, the last three weeks have been uh, uh, very physio related, but uh, it is a home run for me because I'm almost done. Uh, I was supposed to have two appointments last week, but on the first appointment, uh, the physiotherapist decided that uh, I only needed to go to the one and then I probably have just one more this week and then I'll be done. So uh, that's home run for me because uh, also glad that I even though I, I probably should have done it uh, at least two weeks earlier than I went, but uh, I didn't let it linger for the whole summer and then uh, and then have some you know make have further damage to my shoulder. So home run. you got you got to have it in tip top shape for the softball season. Yep, yep. So uh, my home run is Father's Day, so I get to in theory watch baseball all day. Actually, probably is not going to happen today because Krista got called into work. But uh, so it's it's a good day for baseball. That's 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 my home run. Um, I guess any day is a good day for baseball, but Father's Day specifically is is a is a baseball heavy day. So that's 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 just that's just great. All right. Well, that's uh, that's pretty good. And well, you should be able to. I think as far as I know, you're doing some driving. You should be able to listen to some baseball. Well, I, I might. I'm, I'm not sure what my plan is. Uh, I might might just pvr the game today and watch it tonight i'm also a little bit like i might just watch it through my my fingers like covering my eyes because kikuchi can go either way as it because he's starting today's game like i I think he's pitched well against the yankees in previous starts but i'm just a little worried what i'm gonna see as far as baseball is so i might pvr it might just watch it live and and come in when i can and then maybe just watch the sunday night baseball i might tonight just turn on the the old switch and play play mlb the show and and oh yeah i was gonna ask you about that video games have you played uh, what do you, what mode do you play on MLB The Show more so? Well, I'm still kind of a big, very beginner on. It. I'm just doing like a Blue Jay season. I'm thinking though, what I might try to do is just make do like all like a, a rumored trade team, like get like Josh Bell, Juan Soto, uh, Jose Ramirez. Just get all the players that have been rumored to be traded. Maybe not. Also, have to go for Justin Verlander and just get them all all the the rumored <laughs> trade team. 
I see. Well, um, I, I usually, I have been playing, so I still have MLB The Show 16, so I'm uh, quite a few years out of date. Uh, I, I think I have 22. a, I think I have the 20. You don't even have one, Soto. You no, know, I think I have the 2020 roster because somebody spent some time and created uh, the 2020 roster. So uh, there might be one Soto on the team. But anyway, um, the reason I, I, I mentioned that it's a, such an old game is because I do the uh, road to the show mode, partly oh. because the games are go a lot quicker. Because uh, is it just playoffs or something? Or what, no, no, no. I mean, you create a player and you start. You get uh, oh. drafted and you go through the minor leagues. Um, and with the goal of getting to, you know, major league baseball, but, uh, you can play a lot more games in one sitting than, than if you were to play regular, uh, MLB games. And, oh, cause you just do the at bats specifically. Uh, no, you do fielding too. So, okay. um, but, uh, but you only do like, you know, your players, uh, uh, responsibility. So like if there's a, if there's someone at bat, um, they, you might not uh, play in the field until like the game decides that there could be a play toward you. Like if okay. you're if you're playing in uh, in the outfield, for example, uh, if the first two outs are like infield hits, they're you know like the game simulates it, I guess, based on you know player tendencies, statistics, and all that. So like you might not get a fielding opportunity until two outs or something. So, um, but yeah, basically it just lets you play more games in one sitting than, uh, if you were to play like a, a season, uh, of, of games. But, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's what I do. Okay. That was a lot. That, that was more information than I expected. <laughs> okay. Well, that's, uh, that's it for today. Then I actually will not see you next week. Cause we made a decision to, uh, to go up north again uh for not next this coming week but uh leading into canada day so um i'm gonna be leaving on sunday because we are playing six six softball games next week we have two double headers uh, and then we actually have we would have been leaving on saturday except that we have a makeup game on saturday for one of our leagues that's not something that usually happens Okay. Well, um, I have some work to do to find uh, guests for next weekend, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Okay. All right. So we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.